Hey, wonderfuls. Welcome to episode 417 of the JV Club with my guest, Angela Lewis. You may know her as a phenomenal actress on such shows as FX's Snowfall, which is an amazing show. Um, And I also want to just give a quick shout out to her incredibly adorable daughter, Brooklyn, who I must tell you, make several cameos during this podcast recording. And we left basically all of it in because um what's not to love uh we talked about it a little on the podcast she's a delight if you would like to get a visual to go along with the um with the sounds (laughs) that that brooklyn contributed to the podcast you can look at angela's uh, instagram angela lewis's instagram uh there are some pictures of brooklyn on there that will melt your heart Uh, Okay, so I hope you enjoy this episode. We're also going to drop into the show notes some links to some of the phenomenal organizations that Angela supports, that we support, uh, and that you can check out and support as well. And then lastly, of course, you know we are around the corner from Max Fun Drive, so I am still welcoming in, as are the rest of the Max Fun Network podcast, welcoming in member stories. You can email your feelings about the JV Club, hopefully positive, to memberstories at MaximumFun.org, or you can call us at 323-601-8719 and uh, lend your voice, lend your thoughts, lend your words so that we can celebrate you when we are mid-drive. All right, thinking about everybody, hope everyone's doing well and staying healthy and feeling optimistic, and I'll talk to you soon. This is a, like a completely shallow thing to start out with. But, you know, listen, we live in an industry where we see a lot of pictures of people all the time. Your teen photo is mm-hmm. so cute. And your current photo is like jaw dropping. It's so beautiful. <laughs> like, I, I, like, oh, it's just wow, one of those photos. Where, I mean, again, like I, I don't mean to, to minimize any other of your amazing qualities, but I just because we're getting to know each <laughs> other and I that happened to be an early intro that I had to you. I was like, oh, oh, that's what we all wish our headshots could turn out to look like. <laughs> like that's what in our heads when we're getting our pictures taken, that's what we're imagining is happening. <laughs> and then we get them back. I get my, I mean, I haven't even gotten them in so many years because I hate it so much. I get it back and I'm like, oh, I'm a clown. Like I thought I was really, I thought I was really like striking in this moment. It's a beautiful, beautiful photo. So I just had to get that out of the way. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I I definitely have those moments too where I'm like, oh no, I thought that this was going to be slamming. This is no. Almost every time for me. Almost every time. And then, and then also it's like you get a picture going, even if it's just a picture someone takes of you that's a friend or you know they post it on something and you're like oh no I like that picture I like this one and then someone immediately is like yeah but that doesn't really look like you <laughs> you're like but <laughs> I like 
So you're saying I only like the pictures where I look like someone else. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's really good right. for everyone's self-esteem. I'm sure we can all relate. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, now, how are how are you doing? It's been uh, it's been a year. Um, it's been quite a year for yeah. for all of us. And you have uh, a, a kiddo, a not too terribly yeah. old kiddo, right? I think you had a, a, a you had your baby in in 2019. Is that right? I did. Yeah, she's 18 months. How is she doing? So great. Oh, she's great. She's um sorry. She's growing. <laughs> <laughs> she's growing and developing and talking now, and you know more and more words every day and. You know, running around and want, trying to do flips like Simone Biles. And she's just amazing. <laughs> it's been really, really fun to watch her um, grow. I feel super um, blessed and fortunate to, to be able to have had that time together Absolutely. with her. You know, just, you know, all mommy, daddy, and baby. Like, you know, yeah. who knew we were going to get that? But... Yeah, Absolutely. So I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Well, that's kind of I mean, I think that's a conversation, you know, now we're kind of um, to a certain degree pulling pulling out of uh, out of the no- the nosedive a little bit. But there's still <laughs> so much to be done. And there's still you know, there's so many things I think. Yeah, I'm sure you agree the pandemic has exposed or just reminded us of for people, you know, but also exposed to people who maybe didn't have an awareness that it's like, OK, well, even if, you know, we can convince everybody to get a vaccination if that's the right way to go um that doesn't like we're you know let's not just go okay well i guess we can just forget about everything that happened this last year because it was extraordinary things have happened and you know are out there and um need to keep being talked about um i love uh the the uh, I mean, not to just like race into this because I, I really want to dig into you growing up in Detroit and uh, and some of the inspiration and, and stuff that happened to you there that took you to where you are now. But I'm going to jump mm-hmm. ahead because we just talked about your kiddo to uh, a couple of organizations that you've worked with. Could you talk about... Um, Oh gosh, I'm blanking on the name. This is I'm so, why I'm so glad that we're speaking. Uh, okay. bec- because uh, the, the the sort of organization that's helping lift up women of color um, and new parents, and you know, addressing some of the disparities that happen with medical uh, care and stuff like that, and pregnancies and so forth. Would you mind talking about that? Because I just think that's fantastic. Yeah, I think you might be talking about Kindred Space LA. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. Yes. Yeah. So Kindred Space LA is a black owned um, birthing center here in LA and I my journey began with them when I was pregnant and I needed a um, I was looking for a breastfeeding class and the class that I was supposed to take at my birthing center uh, (laughs) the instructor was having a baby of her own and she was going on maternity leave so (sighs) I wasn't going to be able to take it there and so I went looking and I found Kindred and it, it turned out to be such an amazing find because what a, a an amazing community of just profound and diverse women who really lift each other up and and intentionally avoid you know catty stuff and mm. um and they really are about um support and 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 knowledge and education and 
and and support more and more support i mean <laughs> yeah I, i'm so grateful for for that community um and i would say that my journey into the maternal health space was just the awareness that in order to have the healthy more holistic um less western medicine influence prenatal peri and postnatal experience that i had i spent a lot of money Mm -hmm. and and then and you know afterwards i i was just sitting down and i was thinking about it and i was like man you know this if i had gotten pregnant just you know five years before you know i might have been in a totally different situation and i I just that makes me really sad to think that you know the the quality of your health care especially at a time when you're you know growing another human being um and then trying to carry that human being you know through the first you know year of its life that that the quality of that care and 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 the access to education and resources that you need to really have a you know a truly successful um and i mean success with like a capital s like like you know that 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 can be determined by how much money you have like that's just sickening um so i'm really wanting to change that to help change that because there are women are and, and there are people already you know doing the work and fighting the fight and i i just want to you know add my platform my voice and and my dollars and my programming to that you know i love it i love it and i think i mean i mean it's it's a it's a it's a big conversation capital b right um yeah. <laughs> to match <this> capital s <laughs> right. but it, it that really is um what a key time, as you were saying, you know, even yeah. with when I think about and I kind of, you know, I'm not overly political on the podcast, just in that I do, you know, try to focus on uh, people's people's teenage years. And because mm-hmm. of when I start going off, like I'll never stop. Um, <laughs> but at the risk of doing so, uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, when I, I I had this moment where you were talking about that, where I flashed to Michelle Obama and I flashed to some of the conversations, not that it was a perfect administration, but mm-hmm. thinking about the conversations that were being had at the top level. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I just I felt a cold shiver run down my spine as I realized mm-hmm. I feel like I there was zero discussion about that for four years. Like mm-hmm, zero. zero, right? No, no right. one's talking about food deserts anymore. No right. one's talking about like no, like it, I was, you know. Obviously, there are people who are, who are crying to be heard, who mm-hmm. are trying to help, com- you know, communities in need. But it's like we ain't getting any help from the top, you right? Know? Exactly. And exactly. that just got give me a, that gave me a horrible chill. So it's like, oh, okay, because you know we do what we, we talk so much about education. I mean, it's so many pieces it's so overwhelming it feels like there's so many pieces that have there to be dropped so into place pieces. yeah and that's one of them Angela the yeah. the the whole prenatal natal postnatal that is so important and I agree that it is not necessarily a time in life that gets discussed the way it should be in terms of how to 
give that care and aid however yeah. we can. So yeah. I, 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 I love it. I'm so angry at myself that I couldn't remember Kindred. I wanted to say Kindred and then I'm sitting in the dark, as you know, uh, <laughs> so I don't have notes in front of me. Right. And I was like, I would rather ask than say it wrong, because yeah, if I say you. if I say Kindred and then you're like, yeah, no, that was like a movie, Janet. That's not like, <laughs> no. be like OK, I'll, you know what? It's been great talking to you. This has been a great combo. I'll talk to you later. Um, uh, so uh, wonderful. Okay. So we'll, we'll drop a link into, and so that's, that's more, uh, localized. Um, but we can also drop in, you know, to the show notes, um, links and, and for social media and stuff to, yeah, broader reaching organiz- social yeah, organizations, there's organizations like, um, Black Mamas Matter. Um, what's their last, there's an A at the end, Black Mamas Matter, Alliance, I think is what it is. Um, But all of that information is also on my, um, on all of my social stuff, especially because this is, well, this is the last couple days of um, Black Maternal Health Week. And so there's a lot of information out there right now. um, And certainly on my, on my Insta and Twitter too. Um, Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Okay, well... (sighs) Keep it up there because this episode yes. will come out next Thursday. So okay. we'll just be a handful of days away from the end of the week, but okay. it'll still be important information and we'll get it out there. Yeah, and I'll have my team um, send you some stuff too. Oh, good. Go, 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 good. Uh, so I uh, have only been to Detroit a couple of times. Uh, mm-hmm. I loved it. I have a friend who has a wonderful improv school there that is uh, designed for. Um, people in lower income communities and uh i i just have such a fondness for it um how how was it for you uh growing up i i was reading a little bit about your interest in in performing and stuff and sounds like you got some some good support from your family and from teachers and whatnot i definitely did um yeah i wanted to be a performer since i was three years old and Okay, hold on. Since I was three years old, and my parents, um, you know, they just put me in all the after school activities that I could handle. So I did, you know, dance classes, and they came to my dance concerts, and I took music classes, and I, um, you know, did the school plays and the church plays, and, you know, they took me to see you know, the big time musicals and, you know, and then showed me old, old black and white, you know, movies that were musicals and, you know, and they always, they always made sure um, the lead characters were black, you know, well, you know, they weren't, those weren't the only movies I saw, but they certainly made sure that those movies and though those were the stories that I had access to. So I always Mm. saw myself Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, that's huge. Representation Isn't it? matters. Huge. Yeah, yeah, huge. Yeah, so many. There are so. I feel there are so many stories, people of you know, multiple generations who you know just like it's like well i i I never saw anybody who looked like me or from came from anything like where i came from so i just didn't do anything about it until one day i was like wait a minute 
maybe I <laughs> maybe right. I could be that person. Right. And it shouldn't have to, you know, not we shouldn't have to. Each person shouldn't be the first person that they've ever seen to right. to do something exactly. to chase exactly. a dream, you know? Yeah. I, and then, you know, my teachers were very supportive. Um I went to um, Bates Academy and Cass Tech. Um, both were public schools, but um, both were, you know, I guess I didn't really understand that. Well, no, that's not true because our those two schools were were preeminent schools in the city. Um, but do you have to they, audition and, into them or some? Or, or you did or, have or, to take a test. Uh, to gotcha. get into both of them. Um, um, we didn't have to audition, but we did have to, you have to take a test. Yeah. And they, they just, they were both schools where it was good to be smart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, but that's, you a, know, you're right. I mean, that's a good to call out because that's it, it, different schools sort of, you know, whatever their special um, focuses don't necessarily stretch acro- all the way across the board that way. Right, right. And that, but and you also, you know, you just hear a lot of times in urban um, settings and with people of color, especially black people, where, you know, people were teased because they knew the answer. They were teased because they were smart or beat up because they were nerds. And that just, right. At my schools, it wasn't the case. Most of us were nerds and <laughs> you were teased if you didn't have your homework <laughs> consistently, you know. So <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. My my experience in Detroit was very um, artsy, and um, my my dad would always say, "An idle mind is the devil's workshop." So I was always busy. Okay, we're going to take a break. I will be back after a word from our wonderful buddies at Maximum Fun. My dear wonderfuls, the JV Club is still supported in part by Libby. Libby, of course, is a free reading app created by Overdrive that lets you borrow ebooks and audiobooks, my personal pleasure, from your library on your phone, your tablets, your Kindle, or your computers. And all you need is a valid library card from your library. Oh, I love libraries so much. Even if you don't have a library card currently, guess what? You can still read samples of any book you see. Libby works just like your physical library. You simply borrow available books you want to read, and then they return themselves automatically after your loan expires, which sounds like a little bit of wizardry to me, and I'm on board for it. So download Libby in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store to start borrowing and sampling ebooks and audiobooks today. Max Fun Drive 2021 is coming. It'll be May 3rd to May 14th. To get in the spirit, we asked folks like you to let us know what maximum fun and our shows mean to them. You know, the the Maximum Fun Network is really important to me because it is not just a collection of podcasts, but it is a lifestyle and a value system. The podcasts frequently and deftly float between meaningful and irreverent, in one moment drawing attention to social issues, and in another making dick jokes about Klingons. It shouldn't work, but it does. And I have to believe it's because Max Fun's podcasts are, at their core, thoughtful and kind and human during a time that has often felt cold and isolated. So keep being great and doing what you do. Max Fun Drive will be May 3rd to May 14th, 2021, and you won't want to miss it. Brilliant apps, drive-exclusive gifts, and maybe some surprises. 
Want to directly support the hosts of the show we just jumped into? Come back May 3rd for Max Fun Drive. You were talking about other activities. Was it all, um, were the after school stuff, like for me, all the after school stuff was definitely always kind of performance geared in in one way or another and mm-hmm. when i was now when i talk to folks who are in high school they like they'll drop names of clubs and i'm like oh that was a thing <laughs> like, yeah, right. i didn't even know <laughs> i didn't know that you were you were stayed after school for german okay like i didn't even know that was possible right, I, was, right. I was always backstage in the dressing room building some set or doing something <laughs> or other so right. Was that was that was that true for you too? Most most of it. I did do academic games, so I would go to the. See, this one I'm talking about. I'm so jealous. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but that was like my one non artsy fartsy (laughs) thing that I did. (laughs) Did that include you guys going to you know like other schools? But did you go out of town? I did not go out of town. I wasn't that good, but <laughs> I was. I was. You mean like, you didn't get to like make out with someone at a ho- in a hotel room, feeling like you were about the no. most grown up person in the world because you no, made it to the academic games that. in the other city. I I was like, I guess above average, but the bottom of above average. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> well, I wasn't even in academic games, so you still got a leg up on me. You still got it. <laughs> and going to n- New York, um, was that like the how, what was your relationship to that city before you moved there? Did you have a had you been there? Did, were you intimidated? Like what was your mindset when you headed that way? Both. Well, I had gone to visit um, our my drama teacher Marilyn McCormick, who is a Tony Award winning. Uh, um, instructor I guess instructors not educator she's a Tony Award winning educator um she took us on a trip to SUNY Purchase um oh. Boston University and North Carolina School of the Arts oh that's so yeah. cool yeah it was a great trip oh. and um and so we stopped in in New York City um for a couple nights two or three nights or something like that yeah. Um, so yes, I had been, I had actually been to New York a couple times before I actually moved there, but it was still intimidating and super exciting. We moved October 1st, 2001. So right after 9-11 oh, wow. and my whole family and everybody who knew we were moving was like, are you crazy? Don't you want to just wait? But yeah. I, I just, I knew if I wait, I may never go. Mm. I had a job opportunity in Detroit um, as the department head at a a K through eight school. So I would have been over the drama department. And Mm. I was just like, no, because I got to go to New York. But if I don't go to New York, I'm going to end up doing that. And and where I do think I am um, organically a teacher, um, I don't I, I knew and I still believe it was the best thing for me to follow you know this big dream that I had so had to go how I was in New York I mean I certainly didn't live there but I had spent I spent time in New York uh, a fair amount and I too was in New York not not moving but visiting in October 
of 2001. And I don't want to in any way underplay the tremendous heartache that was happening mm-hmm. yeah. in the city. Um, and just every but but your, your experience of it, just the sensory experience of mm-hmm. even a month afterwards, you know, it's you could still smell sort of the mm-hmm. burning building smell. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there were still cards and photos and just mm-hmm. flowers everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere you look flowers for everywhere. in front of the, the fire department, mm-hmm. you know, stations and as and so I don't mean to underplay, you know, any of that, but it on a on a sort of spiritually beautiful side. Did you feel when you moved there that it, you least got to sort of be inside of that love that people had for New York and for e- each other? Um, you know what I mean? Like that because that's the, it must have been so hard to move but at the same time. You know, the upside of this terrible, terrible tragedy felt to me like, oh, there's a lot of love here that you're that's right on the surface right now. Did you have that experience? Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, when we first moved, we were staying with a friend in New Jersey. And so we would have to take the um, path in every day. And uh, was it the path? The the bus. We took the bus in every day and they Mm -hmm. had the bagpipes playing. Mm. nonstop um, at Port Authority. And so, you know, it was definitely a a, 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 a city of broken hearts. And, yeah. I, I, you know, I feel like what I learned about New York, I was there for 13 years. And what I learned is that as tough and gritty as of a city as it was or is um there is such heart there and such Mm -hmm. love and so you know when I first moved there I didn't I I don't I don't know that I felt like (sighs) the the love that that was kind of permeating the atmosphere because of Mm 9-11 um I I was teaching in an after school program teaching dance and um, the children were still uh, recovering, and mm. there was definitely a lot of um, sadness and confusion mm-hmm. uh, that was, you know, residual. I just know that, or remember that the city was what it was, mm. and and that maybe the energy maybe changed it it did but it, it was hard to know because i was in it at that time yeah. you know what i mean yeah but absolutely. um even as the city began to heal there was still such love i remember you know when there was the blackout that happened and the <laughs> amount of community and joy oh. that you know <laughs> that surfaced even though you know once everybody realized okay we're not being attacked because there, oh, the yeah. amount of panic that happened immediately after was sure unreal yeah. um but i think after people realized we weren't being attacked and you know everybody calmed down a bit and and it turned into a big 
sweaty party. <laughs> I know. I, this is, so wait, was that was the blackout right there in October? Because I've been in New York weirdly. And again, I've never lived there. I have been in New York for like two major blackouts <laughs> in the times that I've been to New York, which kind of had to have been between 2000, the year 2000 and now. Did that happen right after or was or, no, or did I just was I randomly was there again? That's nuts. Because they, everybody was like restaurants were like c- coming out like everybody was just like, hey, want some free food? It's yeah. just going to go bad in the fridge. And it was. It was right. just a hot, sweaty party. And there was garbage bags on the street. And it was just like, get we're in it, everybody. We're in the soup together. We're That's in the right. soup. That's uh, right. So, it, oh, you know, there God. are moments like that where you're like, oh, man, I really live in a place where the people are in it together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's so special. Every time I see like videos of like a train full of people starting to sing together, you know, it's like, oh, my God, yeah. God! <laughs> you know, totally it. miss those things. But, you know, New York is a tough city. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and, and it's a tough city for, because it's a tough city. But then on top of that, you are, exp- you know, sort of exposing yourself to a very competitive industry. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Did that did that sort of play a role? I mean, like, how was it when you were in high school and everybody was kind of focusing in on the arts? um, was there did you was it competitive in that same way or did you get to New York and go like oh okay I see (laughs) like this is this is different yeah you know my thoughts on competition is that it always felt like I you know it's you you know that people you and a bunch of other people are going out for the same role but it always just feels like there are so many reasons why a person does or doesn't get a role. Yeah. I'm not really competing against this other person. I'm kind of competing Agreed. against myself Agreed. to, you know, do the best that I can and yeah. to not trip about it, you know, to not self self-sabotage myself and to be able to forget about it when it's over. So, I, I guess I I feel like I've always, or for the most part, had that kind of um, insight and awareness mm. that, you know, I think has really um, served me. <laughs> oh my I gosh. think if I had felt, you know, like I was competing against people, it, it, you know, because it, it, it does, that, that kind of feeling gets so ugly. It's, um, uh, it's yeah, it's my, one of my because, least favorite feelings. <laughs> Yeah, but I think in high school and also in the theatrical community in New York, um, the the communities are so small and you're such friends and you go out for drinks and, you know, so it it just, to me, didn't feel so much like um, competition in general. I would, you know, I'm sure there were, you know, a couple of moments where I felt like, but yeah. in general, well, you're you a human know. being, so that's right, exactly. <laughs> going to feel at some point. <laughs> well, too, it uh, sounds like, you know, because you had um, not to not to in any way like psychoanalyze overly and say like, well, somebody who you know was discouraged <laughs> from performing might be competitive because of their. Mm, but like right. it does sound like 
you know, you did have that and that and and kind of similar to, to what I experienced as well, just in terms of my parents not going, you know, oh, you don't want to be this or you don't want to be that. Like, oh, the, the future is dentistry, Janet. Why don't you, you know, become <laughs> right. like getting feeling, feeling supported and feeling like, you know, somebody somebody's on your side, I guess, um, from from an early age uh helps that sense foster that sense of community because then you can bring that feeling right you know to yeah. your peers and bring right. that feeling in with you and contribute to the the really positive vibes that you know yeah. that that also do exist in right. in those communities yeah for sure I, I i i yes i'm sure that has a lot to do with it and I don't know what else, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, the people that you're drawn to, you know, that's that's a big part of it too, right? I mean, that's true yeah. of, of Hollywood, of L.A. That's you know, true. you can that's right. you can be drawn to all kinds of poison in in L.A., and you can be drawn to the most magical people in the world, you know. That's right. That's uh, right. As well, it's just it's you know, what are you what are you feeling? What do you you know? Who are the people that you want to w- be around, and what are they? You know, how do they respond to those kinds of interactions and those kinds of challenges and stuff? Oh, my gosh. Right. I can't see your daughter, but her all of her sounds are so cute. She's like a she's like a baby that you want to use all of her sounds to, like, animate a Pixar movie or like in a like a radio commercial. And she's like it, they're just like earlier. It sounded like she was singing maybe a little bit. There was like a. Oh. Oh, like, so so cute. <laughs> Thank you. Now she's trying to tell me what to do. <laughs> uh huh. That makes Go sense. Go over here, Mama. Let's do this. Oh oh, it's time for a quick break. I will be back after a word from our friends at Maximum Fun. We are the host of My Brother, My Brother, and Me, and now, nearly 10 years into our podcast, the secret can be revealed. All the clues are in place, and the world's greatest treasure hunt can now begin. Embedded in each episode of My Brother, My Brother, and Me is a micro-clue that will lead you to 14 precious gemstones all around this big, beautiful blue world of ours. So start coming through the episodes. Uh, let's say starting at episode 101 on. Yeah, the early episodes are pretty problematic, so there's no clues in those episodes no no not at all the better ones the good ones clues ahoy listen to every episode repeatedly in sequence laugh if you must but mainly get all the great clues my brother my brother me it's an advice show kind of but a treasure hunt mainly anywhere you find podcasts or treasure maps my brother my brother me the hunt is on I do want to uh, do this mash game now. Did you ever play mash uh, no. when you were younger? It's um, so. it's one of those games that um has like crossed this crossed these United States, crossed all kinds of cultural and socioeconomic uh, lines. That I never know who's gonna know what it is and and, and who who isn't. Um, right. It's it's uh it's it, it stand, mash stands for mansion apartment shack and house and basically what I'm gonna do is give you some categories all you have to do is just kind of off the top of your head think of of this is all gonna be positive think of some of your favorite things and okay. then I do this really dumb thing at the end where by almost an eeny meeny miny mo kind of situation I will be like Angela I've got your alternate reality all set. 
you're going to be here with this and that. You're also going to have this, that, and that. And it's just kind of a fun way to uh, to wrap up the podcast because it's just thinking about stuff uh, that you okay. like. So um, so for the first category, you know, when we're kids, uh, people people tend to play it where it's like, you know, name three cars you would want to drive name you know five right. name, name the number of kids you're going to have name the right. so but i like to try to tailor it a little bit more to the guest so i'm going to start out with how about three uh shows let's do like stage shows um that for one reason or another you haven't had the chance to play a role in a certain show and it can be because it you know wasn't written for exactly you uh gender race anything like that um that that all sort of flies out the window in terms of like look if it's a role you love to watch and you think you'd have fun doing it this is this is our alternate reality where we can hand that over to you uh and you get to enjoy being in that role so three roles from three shows that you're like yeah but make me this person make let me let me play this person Mm, and wow. it can also just be ones that you could get cast as or that you loved doing and you'd love to do again. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would love to play the witch in Into the Woods. Nice. I would love to play in... Oh, we... <laughs> oh, my goodness. You didn't know I was going to hurl a bunch of questions like this at you, did you? Um. Oh, the, my favorite play of all time is called Beirut, and the um the is is a two hander play, and the woman's name is Blue. I would love to play Blue. Blue. Great. I would love another one of my um play a play that I loved. I was a reader for. It's called The Submission. And I can't remember the woman's name in this play, but this play was so good. We're going to say um, I Lady in Submission. Yes, in the submission. Yes. I didn't mean to cut you off. You remember? No. Oh, I remember um, MCC, Manhattan. Oh, what does MCC stand for? I don't even know what MCC because not MTC, but MCC, who I work with regularly, they produced it, and it was just an amazing piece. Oh, nice. Okay. All right. We've got we've got our third play. Uh, let's do. Yeah. Um, all right. This is brand new. I don't know why I just thought of this. I've never done this category before. We'll see how we do. It's my fault if it tanks. Um, <laughs> let's do three places anywhere in the world that you we're going to lift up a place and just drop it in like Los Angeles or drop it in New York just kind of and it could be you know a restaurant it could be a shop it could be a museum it could be you know a a, a nonprofit um we're going to get we're going to sort of it's not necessarily that it's almost like we duplicate it and put it somewhere else. So it's not like Paris loses the Eiffel Tower to use a really bad example, unless you want it to, <laughs> in which case we're ripping it right out of the ground and it's gone, gone. Uh, but but uh, but like that you're like, oh, I wish we almost like, you know, I wish we had, you know, this museum that I that, you know, that I went to once. I just had like this beautiful, like rich history. I'd love to you know be able to go more often. So it's like we're moving a place to you. Three. That's pretty abstract. Okay. I guess, but. Um, 
Well, my first one, can my first one be pretty abstract? Because Please. I don't know I don't know the name of this place. It was a, a restaurant in New York. And I think New York is kind of famous for this, where you, it looks like it's going to be some old ratty restaurant. And then <laughs> yeah. you go in the door and it's like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So we got the... Now, what was the food? What, what, what kind of food was it? Just like uh, it was, all kinds? I think it was Italian. Yeah, mm-hmm, no, it mm-hmm. was Italian. I'm putting rat trap dash ooh exclamation mark. <laughs> and we're going to remember yes. exactly what that means. We're going to remember exactly what it means. Um, but that's perfect. That's exactly that's exactly what I had in mind. Uh, give me two more. Um, I wish that... Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Dad. She gets it. <laughs> <Leave> it. <laughs> um, you know what? Um, oh God, what is the name of the place? New Dramatist. I wish okay. New Dramatist was in L.A. Wonderful. And can we lift a whole country? <laughs> Do it. Do it. Now's the time. Bali. I wish Bali was here. Well, that's good. That's a perfect segue into the next uh, category because you now have triggered my let's be able to teleport you anywhere in the world Mm. uh, whenever you want for as short or long a period as you want. And that's where your mansion, apartment, shack or house will end up being. Uh, We got to find out when we do our Mm kind of eeny meeny thing. So three places that you we can teleport you to almost like a second home anywhere in the world. Bahia, Brazil. Wonderful. Florence, Italy. Yes, indeed. Uh oh. And one more place. Well, I don't want to live anywhere I've never been yet. There. Oh, no. Oh, no. She's getting a fuss on. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. She's saying bye to daddy. Um, One more place. Um, I could live in Jamaica again. Uh, Again. I I, I visited there. I could live there, I think. Great. Let's say Montego Bay, Jamaica. Gorgeous. Okay. Wonderful. All right. Three pl- uh, three types of food or just like one. It could be like a s- very specific cookie or like a great pizza. Uh, three three foods that in this alternate universe, there's zero ramifications. So if you don't consume something in this life for ecological reasons or calorie or sugar reasons um, in this alternate universe, everything tastes like the thing you want it to be. But like no animals are harmed or no forests are cut down. Um, we're, we're able to perfectly right. simulate flavors and no harm comes to anybody three foods and you can have them in perpetuity nothing bad even happens to you uh either chili cheese burgers and fries there we go um oh cinnabon great and pancakes yes indeed Yes, indeed. All right. Now, listen, we're, I do too. And we're coming to the part of this game where I feel a little, I always feel a little guilty, especially when someone is holding the child that they had with the love of their life. 
But part of the MASH game is you get to have an alternate universe romance uh, with a crush of your choice. Uh, three, it can be, you know, characters from books. It can be people who played people in movies uh, or on a TV show from any era, um, whatever you want. So three people. And listen, you know, we don't we're not saying you have an alternate universe husband unless you want it. It could be just like a little <laughs> fling. I don't know. Three. <laughs> Cover your see. daughter's ears. <laughs> right. Um definitely Michael B. Jordan. He's pretty hot. Yes, indeed. Uh, Do we need to talk or... about the Black Panther gold? Uh, I mean, come on. <sighs> His little canines <laughs> that were gold. I was like, I'm having no, feelings about those teeth that I did not expect <laughs> to have. Oy, oy, oy. Okay. Sweet Michael B. Got him. Um, Thor. I remember when I saw Thor, everybody, when Chris Hemsworth, wait a minute, Brooklyn, when Chris Hemsworth took his shirt off, the whole theater got quiet. I mean, everybody was quiet. That was so funny to me. Because I remember getting very still, like, okay, don't, and like, you don't want to upset Jamal. And I kind of looked over, and Jamal was very still. And I looked around, and everybody was just like, not going to say anything. No one's breathing. Everybody's that's very an amazing still. moment. Oh, that's an amazing moment. Oh, okay. Well, I've got Thor on here. Worry not. He is very much represented on this list. I just need one more. <laughs> mm, let's see. Oh. Okay. So this is a cartoon. Great. This cartoon is not a human. Great. I, I, you Here won't be the con. first. Oh, okay, good. great, great, great choice. Yes. yes. Oh, that's a great choice. <laughs> I cannot tell you. I will say at least three people have said the fox Robin Hood from 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 the Robin Hood, the Disney Robin Hood when he's a fox. Yes. Uh, Sheer Khan. That is yes. a strong choice. My current favorite choice anyone has made. Yes. I get it. I get it. I get it. You're my new you're my new best friend. This is fantastic. Yes. Oh, what a great choice. What a great choice. Okay. I like I need like that's I'm gonna get very still. Like when Thor took her shirt off, it's like, oh yeah, sure gone. Yeah. Don't breathe. Don't breathe. Um beautiful. Okay. Are you good? Do you, you want to do these last couple of categories? I don't wanna yes, uh do take it. you away from each Okay. All right. Uh let's do next category. Let's do uh three people from any era, any uh discipline, any you know, any arts, any sciences, three people that we're gonna give you the opportunity to collaborate with on something. So it could be, you know, that you record an album with X or you record you know, you do a stage show with blank, uh, or you know, anything like that. Um a collaboration with an artist of your choice three wow i would love to write a book with tony morrison nice i would love to make an album with cab calloway and ella fitzgerald oh great and i would thank you i would love to this is like abstract too i guess but i would like love to like 
make a tornado with God, you know, like, whoa, what a great answer. Oh, my God. That's great. Sorry, God. I just uh, went ahead and threw your name in there because I was so blown away by this answer. Um, that is, No, but that's such a great answer. The idea of understanding like forces of nature or being, you know, like because I because that makes so much sense to me because like. I still think about when the only time I've ever seen a total solar eclipse. I mean, first of all, I could not stop talking about it. You'd think I'd converted to a new religion after I saw it. And, right. uh, but but I love the idea of sort of being on the inside of that in, right. in some profound right. way. I think that is yeah. mind blowing. And it's a great answer. Uh, oh, fabulous, fabulous, you. fabulous. Uh, OK, let's do um, three magical like so basically you're in your house where you are now but there is sort of a secret um door that mm-hmm. opens into a room and it can be any size of room it can be any type of room it can be that you walk into a forest or it could just be that you walk into a playroom or a writing room or a spa uh or the beach so it's like a three magical rooms that um we give you that don't they that are inside your house yet they don't uh, affect the square footage of your house <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would love to walk into a room that's just like bathed in light, but mm. cool. It's not hot. Just like oh. bathed in light. Not cool. It's like warm. It's just the perfect temperature. Yes. But so much sunlight. There's some like pillows lying around, and I can like go to sleep or I could do yoga or I could just stare out the window. Maybe it's overlooking the water. Oh, great, 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 great. I want this room as well. This is great. Okay. All right. Give me two more. (laughs) And then the other room. Now I use this um, during my labor, giving birth to my baby, but Mm. open the door and it's like a forest. So there's trees, but there's all kinds of grass is lush all kind of exotic flowers mm. but there's no insects <laughs> I feel you <laughs> I feel you on that and there's a path and there, well there's some insects because there are fireflies and there's a path and the path leads to the beach and oh, the beach man. is at night and so the, it's phosphorescent water what? get me in this yeah. room immediately yes yes <sighs> <sighs> yeah, I mean, you basically described awesome. a fairyland, but like yes. it, all the things are real that make it that <laughs> yes. magical place. That's right. fabulous. Exactly. Yes. And then the third room, mm, just a room that has like all kinds of photo albums, family photo albums, mm. and mementos kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah, photo albums and just like delicious dessert. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, uh, all right. Last one. Let's do alternate universe. Um, like it could be a second career or it could be like just sort of a set, like a, like, 
maybe a hobby that takes up too much time in this reality. But in this alternate reality, you could either be, you know, the president or it could just be that you, you know, have a loom and you and you weave amazing <laughs> tapestries. You know what I mean? Or you could own a bakery. Maybe you're not there every day, but, you know, it's yours and you can bake there whenever you want. So three kind of in that in that sort of realm, like alternate universe careers or 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 major hobbies. Um, let's see. Uh, I would love to <laughs> apple. <laughs> That's a pear. I would love to apple. <laughs> Um, she's like, I want you to work at Apple in this alternate <laughs> <laughs> She's very opinionated. I'll tell you where exactly. I want to work, young lady. <laughs> the vision I have in my head is like, <laughs> it's like the person who gets to like bounce on super soft mattresses. <laughs> <laughs> Mattress tester. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mattress tester. Done. Done and done. I love everything about it. I'm in. All right. Okay. So I'm going to do my eeny meeny to do that. Let me get from you. uh, What's the, um, is there a word? Like, what's the most surprising word? If this isn't even a thing, because I'm just pulling out of nowhere. But this, like, is there a word that your daughter said that you're like, whoa, where did she, like, how does she even know that word? Or like, just a word that really, like, sort of impressed you the first time she said it? Like, could be apple, could be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh, what did she say recently that I was like, what? Uh, oh, man. What did you say the other day? <laughs> she just smiled. Uh, and it could also be like her favorite animal or, you know, there's something oh, that she's she really crazy about. Beer. Oh. She's saying bear. Beer. Beer. Perfect. That's absolutely all I need. That's absolutely perfect. Either way, whether it's beer or bear, it's perfect. Okay. I'm going to do my what I do to get our final answers. I would love for you to let's revisit places. Uh, I would love, obviously, people need to be checking out the next season of Snowfall. We barely even touched Yay. on that. Uh, very beloved show, critically acclaimed. John Singleton, the late, great, genius, uh, gr- wonderful show. So let's, uh, now I just talked about it, but I would love for, <laughs> for you to tell people about that, where to find you, um, and, and some of the, you know, any of the, any of the references uh, that we made, if you would like to revisit them uh, to uh, the other stuff, like the nonprofits and, 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 and Kindred LA and stuff like that. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at love Angela Lewis, L-U-V, Angela Lewis. <laughs> we're so close, baby girl. Find me. I know, we're so close. <laughs> Almost done, baby. You can also find me on Wednesday night at 10 p.m., whatever your time zone is, <laughs> on FX, or the next day on Hulu. Oh, great. And look out for Snowfall Season 5, <laughs> which is coming next <laughs> Brooklyn, what's the matter? Oh, no. What's wrong? 
You want this lemon, but this lemon is old. Uh oh, old lemon alert. <laughs> she wants yeah. to bite into it. She's gonna bite into an old lemon. Oh, that. And I don't know what that's gonna be like on the inside. <laughs> All right, I have okay. your answers. I'm gonna give them to you. Uh, big love to my phenomenal producer Julian, who I hope will leave in as much uh, baby noise as possible, um, but <laughs> yes, also please. can cut out anything <laughs> that you would rather not be in there. Okay, so uh, I'm very excited to give you some results. I want to congratulate you first of all for your mansion in Florence. Not bad. Ooh. Not okay. bad at all. I mean, you know, that's like a sprawling villa. That's what we're saying when we say a mansion yes, in Florence. We're exactly. saying a beautiful villa, possibly with a vineyard attached. I don't know. <laughs> yes. um, and so you have you can teleport there whenever your heart desires. Of course, you may bring your family if you so choose. Uh, you can also, by the way, bring Bali to you. Um, which a lot of people in Los Angeles are be very grateful that they can access the beautiful wonders of Bali uh, so easily. What a gorgeous, gorgeous place. <laughs> now, Yay. I don't know what the how many chili cheeseburgers with fries are being eaten in either of those places, but I want you to rest assured you can have unlimited amounts with zero ramifications to the world or your health. So mega congrats on that. Um, yeah. I know that's like your one of your favorite meals to have after you're finished playing the witch uh, and into the woods. You work up an appetite. That's a very demanding role. So you can yes. feast on some chili cheeseburgers or fries there. Um, I don't know. Uh, listen, the the book that you are collaborating with the phenomenal Toni Morrison on uh, is very much um, anticipated. We can't wait to see what that beautiful piece of work is going to be. Um you're very busy. You're very, very busy. I want yes. to also congratulate you for, uh, oh, please, can I please see what, what did I write? What did I write? What does this say? Uh, oh, 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 yeah. Oh, listen, your work as a mattress tester has brought <laughs> the world some of the softest and best mattresses. Nothing gets by you. Nothing gets by you, Angela. Uh, maybe we should have put you in Once Upon a Mattress and said, eh? Okay. Uh, very bad joke. Very bad joke. And that leaves us with uh, the phenomenal forest fairyland of fireflies and phosphorescent. That's so many Fs just then. Phosphorescent <laughs> ocean and the twinkling and the night and the smells and the path and the trees. I could not be more envious of your beautiful secret room in your home that we must give a moment of shocked silence <laughs> because you are going to be there with Thor, my friend. You are ah! going to be there. <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So that yeah. is our MASH game. That marks the end yeah. of the podcast. This has been so much fun, and what a lovely just ray of sunshine in my day. So thank you, thank you, Angela, so much for oh, taking the time you. out. Please so thank fun. your beautiful baby girl uh, yeah, for putting up with me as well. <laughs> I'm sure she's like, lemon. wait, did she eat the lemon? So she's <laughs> just going for it. She's going awesome. for it. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe the secret is that we all don't realize is that it does turn into lemonade if you just let it sit for a second. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Turns out old lemons, lemonade. Uh, <laughs> 
thank you, thank you, thank you again. And um, this has been such a pleasure. Everybody else, I will talk to you next time on the podcast. The show is recorded by me and edited by Julian Burrell. And as always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.